Merry Christmas, Dunker Punks. How many Christmas presents did you buy this year? Count them up as you listen to some very special music. It's Christmas Eve, so throw your candles in the air, sing for peace. That's what we do this time of year, check out that tree. All its lights shining clear, it's Christmas Eve. with Jacob Krauss with some special Dunker Punk Christmas music. What was your number? How many gifts did you buy? Did you make or cook any of your gifts? Or did you find a way to buy or create an alternative gift? Sarah Ullaminick returns this episode with some wonderful interviews with people who organize and participate in an alternative Christmas bazaar. Listen and learn, and enjoy some extra music from some members of the Juniata College Concert Choir. Punks, Sarah Olaminick here. I hope you're all enjoying your Christmas time with the people you care about, and I'm so glad you found some time to listen to this Christmas Eve Eve episode of the Dunker Punks podcast. I know for me, Christmas always comes with its own kind of stress, and it can be so easy to get pulled into to-do lists and obligations and meal planning and to forget about what's really important. In the years I've been studying at Junietta, One annual event that's always helped me to recenter and really think about my priorities as I head into the Christmas season is the Alternative Christmas Bazaar, hosted by the Stone Church of the Brethren in Huntington, Pennsylvania. Don't worry, it might be a bazaar, but it's not too weird. 
It's an event that the entire church family comes together to make happen, and one attended by many in the community. It's a chance to get holiday shopping done, volunteer or donate to good causes, and spend time with friends, neighbors, and family. In this episode, I'll get to share with you some of the reflections of the people who make this event possible. I know that speaking with them reminded me about what's important about Christmas, so I hope listening to them will be just as helpful for you. I'd also like to thank the Juniata College Concert Choir for recording the lovely Christmas carols you're about to hear on this episode. Let's get started. So I'm here with Carolyn Lidston, who was, you were one of the founders or the founder? Yeah, I was, a, I was witness chair at the time uh-huh. of the Alternative Christmas. So it was a witness project. And we had heard about um, the State College Brethren Baptist mm-hmm. effort to have an alternative Christmas. And we were looking for a way to involve everybody in our church more mm-hmm. and to bring the community into some other ways of giving gifts. And I think part of it also came from the fact that a lot of us were tired of buying, you know, things that were commercially made. Mm-hmm. And we also have relatives that say, don't give me anything. I have everything. Right. And yet they wanted to give. Give gifts at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I've actually had people today say to me, oh, I'm getting this from my grandmother because she said, don't get me anything. Right. But, right <laughs> yeah. So we started out, and the first year, um, 10 years ago, it was pretty small, and uh, we had always had serve here, mm-hmm. and um, we've always done heifer project. Mm-hmm. So uh, we expanded, I'm not sure exactly how many more, but I would say maybe eight or ten And at that time, we also had, right down the center aisle among the vendors, Mm -hmm. was um, an activity for the children to do. (laughs) And um, we started out right away offering free um, cocoa and coffee, Mm -hmm. all products that we bought from Serve. And we uh, had free. I don't even think we had um, soup for sale or bread for sale then. My remembrance is that came later. So it's gradually grown, and it really is an all-church. And it's grown Mm -hmm. from just our meetings, say, in August, Mm -hmm. and trying to plan the whole thing, you know, in the fall. So you plan it all between August and now. Now it's all year. Mm -hmm. They'll start for next year. Um, in January or wow. February, right? So it's there's a lot of planning that goes into it, and that's and that's kind of contacting the different people that are going to be here and the vendors plus the volunteers, right? Mm. And um, it, at our own church, although an effort is made to put it in the newsletter and to um, you know have it in the bulletin, a lot of people say I've been waiting for that call. Yeah, and I would say it's more than just a few people. Mm-hmm. So we know that's the way our congregation operates. Mm-hmm. They've they've got it on their calendar, mm-hmm. but they're waiting to be called. Right. 
And then we're very lucky to have Gwen Purcelli, who's very good at doing a spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. So um, she, you know, she helps us design who's going to be where and when. when and, uh-huh. mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and uh, that's very important. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then um, we this year actually have a triptych brochure that is handed out at the door. Yeah, yeah, I think I got one of those. And it gives the various vendor sites and just a little bit about them. Okay. So that's a new thing, and I think it's working out well. And it also, we don't know why we never did it before. <laughs> and the other thing we did was we think about flow. Mm-hmm. So we actually have greeters, and then we have people who say goodbye to you. Mm-hmm. And at first, we made the mistake, so this is something for other people to think about. We made the mistake of having each vendor collect money. Oh, and that yeah, did not work no. so well. <laughs> so uh, very soon by the second year, we had uh, cashiers. Mm. And then last year, we started having people be able to use their credit cards. Uh-huh, I so, thought that was new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we looked into it, and actually um, it wasn't going to be that expensive because, you know, there's a, there's a fee that comes right. with it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't it, – and a lot of people told us if they could – pay by credit card they would buy more mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i think that's proving to be true but people seem to really appreciate that mm-hmm. and one year and i don't remember what what year it was but it was one of the early years we decided that we would have the kids dress up oh, really? and we would do caroling uh and have mary ride on the donkey well, the donkey refused to go oh, on no. the caroling. <laughs> so, so we have sometimes had people dressed up, mm-hmm. but now mostly we use painted mm-hmm. Mary Joseph. And, but the the um, we also have a more permanent sign now, just in case people are thinking about doing something like this because it is worthwhile, mm-hmm. and we do put it out earlier. Mm-hmm. So we used to put it out only the week before, but now we're putting it out several weeks before. Mm-hmm. And um, the crash will actually stay up until Christmas. Oh, so, neat. Yeah. And so a lot of people come and take pictures. And, yeah. Oh, that's cute. You had a question. Yeah. So I was curious how you decided on the name or how, how the okay. name Okay. Well, be. we've actually talked about changing it because there is – as the word alternative mm-hmm. has some negative connotations currently. Really? Yes. Um, uh, alternative lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Alter- right. And uh, I know that doesn't make sense to us brethren, but, <laughs> but yeah, it, uh, for instance, uh, last year I took brochures into the state correctional institution uh-huh. and um, <clears throat> I explained because she, there's a lot of conspiracy theories mm-hmm. for employees that work there. So at the at the correctional facility, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. but also a lot of people say, "What does this mean?" Alternative, mm-hmm. you know. So it does take. And we, so what, what does it mean to you? Do you think? Oh, what does it mean to us? Mm-hmm. It just means another way of giving, mm-hmm. so that both uh, both the recipient and uh, you know that the recipient and the person purchasing. I'm mm-hmm. trying to think of the word but anyway both benefit Mm -hmm. so and that was the other thing brethren baptists never sells anything they just strictly give donations Mm -hmm. for instance staffer project or new community right Mm -hmm. they're strictly donations they Mm -hmm. sell nothing and yet we thought with our community 
that people, well, the community center's been doing that bazaar for years. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're used to getting something tangible. So there's a certain percentage of people that would not be attracted to something like this mm -hmm. if they didn't have something tangible. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and so that's where the idea of, buy, of getting fair trade items to, yes. to buy for gifts came from. That's right. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then we have over time the um, the um, Camp English project is actually to help uh, teachers, some from this area and some from Penn State, mm -hmm. who go down and do a um, a school for kids to help them learn English skills. Mm -hmm. And their family members make these lovely, fine, lovely, lovely handmade items. Mm -hmm. So, again, they're getting something, but it is helping. And our own Pam Grugan, of course, works on a sustainability, um, uh, what is it, a club, I guess, at one of the local schools. And so this helps the kids to go to an outdoor school with the money that she raises. And then Campbell has the um, Ecuadorian, I mean, the, um, yes, right, Amazon project. Right, right. And uh, that's indigenous people that are trying to save their, um, their community, really. And so they make beautiful things. Mm -hmm. So, and we haven't found that. We thought, well, maybe that's not fair to our serve. But we haven't found that if people buy from each. Mm -hmm. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, so that, that makes it really nice. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then we've had music. We've been lucky to have a local music group that mm -hmm. comes and plays for free uh, with recorders and Christmas mm -hmm. music. And that reminds me that I was going to bring my uh, radio with some Christmas <laughs> music. But we usually, and uh, that's kind of evolved too, the soup and the uh, bread, the homemade uh -huh. bread, and the scones. Um, we have a lot of older adults who have trouble making, uh, having enough fuel, and of course they like to keep their houses warmer. Mm -hmm. And so um, that kind of evolved for that. And then and that, that's where the emergency fuel fund right, fund comes from. Right, all that goes to the emergency fuel fund. That's all donated by people within the congregation. They donate their time and mm -hmm. their um, their soups and their scones and mm -hmm. their bread, and all that is sheer profit mm -hmm. for to right. go to that fuel, to fuel fund. project. And so then we decided, well, this should be a social event too. Mm -hmm. So um, really, it's people have caught on to the idea of not just taking soup home, but of uh, going into one of our classrooms mm -hmm. and just sitting down and socializing mm -hmm. and eating mm -hmm. their soup and bread. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, makes it a festive day. Yeah. So. It's, a it's a beautiful event. To, I've really enjoyed it being here during yeah. my years at Juniata and getting to come and, and be a part of it. I think it's, it's really Well, what, what's special. been encouraging to me is because my husband and I, and we still have a presence, we decided after nine years that I've gotten really into Pennsylvania Prison Society mm -hmm. so that, you know, we have other interests and that it was time for new people. But we are getting new people to come. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. and and I That's think great. one of the beauties of it is that the whole congregation takes real pride mm -hmm. in, you know, pulling this off. Yeah. And they would feel offended if they weren't asked. <laughs> Even if this year it isn't going to work for them. Right. Or if they can only give a half an hour, mm -hmm. you know, 
um, you know, we make that, uh, we, we don't put any pressure on people. Right. right. Yeah. So, yeah. That's great that it brings everybody together it does. like that. It does. It's something that we will celebrate, you mm-hmm. know. And so I'm hoping that it continues. Brethren Baptist has been doing it for years and mm-hmm. years. They raise a lot more money than we do. <laughs> we usually raise, well, we started out raising maybe $8,000, and we usually wow. raise, uh, and that's only from 9 o'clock in the morning until 2 until in the afternoon. afternoon. Yeah, it's a very well, with a little bit, we will have, like, heifer and We'll have some of the serve items, you know, for uh-huh. another, for tomorrow and maybe uh, even okay. next week. But, um, yeah, they raise like $40,000. Wow, that's a lot. But I think they do it for a longer period of time. Mm-hmm. And people must really dig deep. Yeah. <laughs> so, but we, there again, we don't, we tell people, well, we're happy for your $5 donation. Mm-hmm. You know, that's. That's not the idea is to put pressure on people. It's right. for them to have a fun time and for us to provide them with a with some real alternative mm-hmm. to, to you know, going to the store and get something that's mass produced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So All right. yeah. well, thank you so much for taking oh, you're the welcome. time to talk to me. You're welcome. Yeah. It's a great event. Near to my heart. about what you were doing here at the Alternative Christmas Fair and, and the, the booth that you were volunteering at? I'd be glad to talk about it. Um, I am representing a local school district called the Juniata Valley School District. Mm-hmm. And about 10 years ago, I founded a club with my daughter there. We call it Sustainability Club. Mm. And we work with students who are uh, planning projects and events that relate to environmental sustainability. Mm -hmm. So, for example, once a year we host Walk to School Day, and once a year we host Bike to School Day, which Mm -hmm. sounds like not a big deal, but where our school is located makes it very difficult and, in Mm -hmm. fact, not even permissible to have students walk and bike to school because it's so dangerous. The road, there isn't a proper bike or walking path to Mm -hmm. get to school, so it becomes an event. But um, we also have uh, our school gardens, and mm-hmm. we grow primarily herbs and some flowers. And mm-hmm. the reason we grow herbs is because they are beautiful in the springtime, and when the children come back to school in the fall, mm-hmm. they're still beautiful. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's one reason. Another reason is the herbs are what they um, engage children mm-hmm. because the children are... Uh, drawn into those kinds of plants because they can touch them, they can Mm -hmm. taste them, they can smell them, and they really love going out and getting into the gardens. Mm -hmm. Uh, I always call our gardens the doo-doo gardens because we don't tell our children don't touch or Uh, don't taste or Mm -hmm. don't do this or that. We welcome Mm -hmm. them to engage in the gardens. So this year for the Alternative Christmas Gift Bazaar, we were fortunate we have beautiful cards with uh-huh. illustrations and paintings of all the plants in our gardens, which were donated to us by a local botanist mm-hmm. whom I met at an Audubon Society meeting, and he offered to come and take a look at our gardens mm-hmm. 
then illustrated each plant and painted them with mm -hmm. watercolors and donated all those paintings to us. So we've used them to make prints and uh, create cards, mm -hmm. and they were so popular today, even before the event is over, um, we ran out of cards, and I had a number of people ask for larger prints of these, oh, wow. uh, these paintings, mm -hmm. so it was really successful. But That's we really also nice. sold uh, a number of other things. We have um, what we are shopping bags, T-shirt mm -hmm. shopping bags. So we took uh, gently used T-shirts that mm -hmm. had been donated, and we set up a workshop at school. Mm -hmm. And the children cut off the sleeves, and we had uh, local seamstresses mm -hmm. come into school, and the children were able to use those sewing machines and mm -hmm. sew the bottom of oh, the T-shirt really together, neat. and then they had a reusable shopping bag. And uh, another thing that we had this year that was new, we have cloth Christmas gift bags, mm -hmm. which are beneficial in a number of ways because uh, first you save money because mm -hmm. you don't have to buy paper gift wrapping. Mm -hmm. uh, secondly, you save time because mm -hmm. it's a lot easier to have a gift, place a gift in a bag and tie mm -hmm. it together than it is to wrap it and have mm -hmm. tape and all. And uh, finally, you, there's no waste. Right, so, so reuse, um, reuse it all. Exactly. So that's been real successful, too. In fact, I think there, too, we found today that we need to have uh, to offer more sizes because oh, folks are really interested. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So we had a great day. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, how many how many years have you been coming to the Alternative Christmas? Uh, I think for Sustainability Club, I think this is our third year. Uh -huh. And the past two years, we only had the T-shirt bags. But I found this year that having a greater variety mm -hmm. of products was really beneficial to us. I think we did really well. Mm -hmm. I was very surprised but really happy. But I've come as a... Uh, as a participant, um, quite a number of mm -hmm. years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, um, I don't know if just to close, you want to talk about maybe why, why you think it's important for you to, to take time out of your day and schedule to come be a part of this event? Mm -hmm. um, well, I think for the same reason that the event was founded, I am interested in being a part of it. And that is that, uh, at Christmas time, we, uh, those of us who have more than we need mm -hmm. tend to uh, accumulate even more. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, so I think this offers an opportunity to pass on our good fortune. Mm -hmm. uh, I like to think about um, uh, those of us who have many blessings to become the blessing for mm -hmm. other people. That's beautiful. And um, so by sharing um, our gifts. I think that uh, the Alternative Christmas Gift Bazaar allows us to be a blessing for mm -hmm. other people. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. It's great to see you. 
Thank you. Um, so you're here at the Alternative Christmas Fair representing the community project. I am. For people who maybe haven't heard of it before, do you want to um, share a little bit about what you guys do? Sure. Stand for? Sure. We stand for an alternative way of looking at our world. Mm-hmm. Um, we're trying to find ways to help people live in a different way, uh, environmentally, mm-hmm. also in terms of global justice issues, um, and in terms of our own, I guess, spirituality maybe even, because... Um, we see that being, to be spiritually grounded and to know that you're somebody uh, special, not because of what you buy, but mm-hmm. because of who you are, uh, we think that's important too. Mm-hmm. And to have a community then that supports you in that, sort of an alternative community. Mm-hmm. We want people to feel like they're connected to other people that share the same values. Otherwise, it's kind of hard to carry forward an alternative vision right. if you don't feel like you're in it with other people. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's why we call ourselves New Community Project, because we're trying to create that kind of new community with shared visions of a different mm-hmm. world. Yeah. And so is being here, is that part of kind of that idea of trying to show people that, you know, we're here and trying to forge those connections? It is, indeed, it is indeed. I've been really gratified, actually, mm-hmm. to the number of high school and college students that mm-hmm. seem interested in our stuff. We don't really have a lot of things to sell at mm-hmm. this uh, alternative Christmas bazaar, but I think we're, what we're selling are alternative ideas. Mm-hmm. And I find mm-hmm. young people are as interested in those as they are you know, the coolest shirt or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what we're trying to sell here is an alternative vision. Now, we do have, I guess you could say we have a tangible product or two. As uh-huh. a lot of you know about your new community project, you know, one of the things we support is girls' education. Mm-hmm. And so right now we're have a, we have a little display in there mm-hmm. that talks about sending girls to school as an option for people at Christmas time. And, in fact, right now we've got quite a fascinating situation in South Sudan, um, some of you out there in Dunker Punk land may know about this, but South Sudan, there's wars going on. Mm-hmm. And so there's so much chaos that the United States dollar is very strong. And so for $10, we can send a girl to school for a year, Wow, which is pretty amazing. And then yeah. we got a matching grant, so really only $5. Wow, so we just want to put that forward as an idea mm-hmm. for people mm-hmm. that, you know, there's lots of things we could spend 5 bucks on either for ourselves or for somebody else, for either Christmas or not Christmas. And just to think about our small everyday choices, how they could make a significant difference in the lives of young women, in this case, half a world away. Mm-hmm. And are, do you guys take donations for that online as well? We do Is take that... donations online. We've got a Facebook page where you can click <laughs> in. Uh, at our website, of course, is a PayPal site. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we'd love to have your money any way it comes to us. Um, mm-hmm. Because I think, on the one hand, it does these young women good and their mothers. We have women's programs. We mm-hmm. do reforestation. It does all these things good. But also, I think there's something about it makes us feel good, too. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like giving a gift to yourself if you feel like you've helped somebody else stand up and take their place in life in a way they weren't able to before. Mm-hmm. Or help the forest stand up and take its place mm-hmm. in our global environment in a way that it hasn't been able to before. Yeah. So I think it's... Uh, I don't want to say it's not, not selfish, but it's, uh, it can be self-gratifying. It can be gratifying mm-hmm. to us to reach out and do something good for somebody else, mm-hmm. especially at this time of year, but really any yeah. time of year. I was, was going to ask you, feel like people are more interested or more, more willing to, to invest in this kind of thing around It does. It does seem to be that way. I think yeah. there's two, for a new community project, there's two things. One is it's Christmas and people are thinking about giving. Mm-hmm. The other thing is we have often have this matching grant for our girls and women's programs, and that's a double incentive. Is, that, is for, that a Christmas time specific thing? Yes, or? yes, it is. Oh, at the wow, end of the year. Mm-hmm. And I know for Church of the Brethren people, which a lot of these your listeners are, mm-hmm. uh, we like a bargain. And so this is like <laughs> your money going yes. twice as far. And so I think for a lot of our network, it's a real incentive because mm-hmm. they can feel like they're not only doing good, they're sort of doing double good, you mm-hmm. might say. Yeah.
That's great. Are there, have you, do you go represent your community projects at other events like this in other places, or is this kind of Not really. This is a little unique for me. <laughs> I'm usually doing a Sunday morning thing, or I'm doing a college uh, yeah. thing, or a mm-hmm. grade school or high school thing, and I'm not usually coming in and doing an alternative fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm living back in Virginia after a long time living in Arizona, so I'm closer mm-hmm. to Pennsylvania. And so it was it was, um, it was feasible for me to come, right. and, and they really wanted me to come or invited me to come. Mm-hmm. So it kind of made sense. Yeah. It's not my usual line of work, but, of course, I'm shameless about selling new community projects <laughs> and about our programs because I, sure. think, I think hopefully we're all doing some good here. And I think all of us, you out there in Dunker Puck land, you need to be less bashful about the good things you're doing mm. because you're doing stuff that other people need to know about. And this is really vital for helping turn our world in a new direction, that mm-hmm. we get over our bashfulness about who we are and what we stand for. Mm-hmm. We put it out there. And you might be surprised who wants to join in, frankly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Amen on that. Thank you. Biochemistry pre med. And I'm Julia, and I do international studies. Awesome. So, have you, how many years have you guys come to the Alternative Christmas Bazaar? I think I've come every year I've been on campus. I think this is my third year. Same. I don't remember. This is my second time. Okay. And so, like, why, as college students, do you enjoy coming to an Alternative Christmas Bazaar? I mean, it's a nice way to see some other people from the community. I also try and come to Stone Church when I can, so there's kind of a sense of community in that. And they also just have really nice, well-priced, ethical gifts. Mm-hmm. So I am looking for ideas for stuff to buy for Christmas, so it's practical in that sense. The homemade soup is definitely a draw. I was a little disappointed that I got here too late for the vegetarian options. But I do enjoy the kind of festival atmosphere that it has, that it's not just about, like, buying things. It's also about being together in community and getting to eat and see other people, kind of Mm -hmm. like what Emily said. In general, it's also just a really good break in the day. I mean, we're coming up on finals, and this is a fun thing that's going on that's like, hey, let's go spend half an hour to an hour you know, supporting something that's nice and just in general getting away from our studies. Yeah. Which also just has really interesting gifts that you can buy that you know were like handmade by someone and like Emily said it's like it's ethic, very ethically made and it's you know, it's something unique you can get someone. Mm-hmm. Is, do you guys feel like that the idea of it being like an ethical thing, does that make you like more likely to want to come here to get your Christmas gifts than, than going somewhere else? Yeah. Or, yeah, otherwise it's Walmart and just, like, yeah. Chotskis that, like, as an environmentalist, I feel like are just a waste of resources mm-hmm. just to, like, you know, exercise this tradition of, like, I need to buy you knickknacks and you need to buy me knickknacks. I think that the timing of it is also very helpful, that it happens far enough out that 
everyone is not in panic mode right. trying to figure out a last-minute gift. Um, but I do enjoy the ethical aspect. I wouldn't say for me that that's a make or break, but I think that um, definitely having done it several years, I do feel better buying gifts here than other places. I think the handmade, not just the ethical, but I like the handmadeness of it because you can have gifts that are ethical. Like, I'm, I'm not here to buy, like, the fair trade coffee or chocolate, honestly. Like, that's not why I'm here. I can come here that's for, like... That's exactly why I'm here. <laughs> I come for... That chocolate is amazing. I come for the artisanal, like, handmade crafts and things. That's why I love that in, like, the last week of school, it's both the Christmas Bazaar and the student pottery craft show. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Any final thoughts about Christmas, alternative Christmas? Yes. It's good. <laughs> that, that's, that's all we that, like, to say about it. Amy's favorite comment. It's good. <laughs> Christmas <laughs> is not about commercialism, or it shouldn't be. It's mostly about warm soup um, <laughs> and spending time with people you care about. So I think as long as you're prioritizing those two things, those two things. Warm then soup. you're probably doing it right. Yeah, hot soup, probably. Okay. <laughs> but not too hot. But not too hot. Yeah, the, the temperature of the soup is up for debate, but the presence of the soup is non-negotiable, and this bazaar definitely brings the soup. It does bring Okay. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> That'll be it. I hope as you listen to these conversations, you are able to reflect on what Christmas means to you. Hopefully, you also had the chance to think about what it means to celebrate an alternative Christmas. What does it mean to get away from the things that distract us, from a holiday that celebrates the birth of a message so focused on living a life alternative to the one society tells us we should live? How can we, as Dunker Punks, embody the idea of an alternative Christmas in our own holiday celebrations? I hope that I'll be able to celebrate my Christmas with the people that matter to me in a way that makes the world a little bit better and a little less bizarre. I wish you all a very Merry Christmas, and I hope you tune in in a couple of weeks for our first episode of the new year, in which we will reflect on new journeys, transitions, and New Year's resolutions. I think one of mine is going to have to be making better puns. Merry Christmas, Dunker Punks. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Good tidings we bring to you.
Well, Dunker Punks, what did you learn? Do you wish you had more alternatives for giving? Maybe we all just need to try harder to find alternative gifts. I do like buying something that I know someone needs or really, really wants. But as some of Sarah's interviewees said, most of my friends and I have too many things. So some of us have started buying a small fun gift for a gift exchange instead of trying to find something for everyone. Then we spend money on Heifer Project or give to David Radcliffe's new community project. You heard him in Sarah's interviews, too. We still enjoy the time we spend together on Christmas Day, and we have fun playing a gift exchange game. But we put our money towards worthwhile causes. Alternative giving hasn't transformed all my Christmas giving, I'll admit that. But it is making a difference, and Sarah and friends are right in that it does feel better to be giving in this way. So, Dunker Punks, how does your faith show up in your giving? If you are able this week, find a good cause, or a person in need, or even your church special Christmas offering that is likely still open, and give a little extra. If there is still time, make that late unpurchased gift a fair trade item, or something a local artist made, or send New Community Project a few dollars to give a girl a chance, or even five dollars can make a real difference in someone's life. Blessed are you for listening and transforming the world by the way you live your faith. Merry Christmas. Hey, Dunker Punks, it's Jacob Krause wishing you a Merry Christmas. If you dug the track at the beginning of this podcast and like this next song, I'm going to be releasing an EP on Christmas Eve, aptly called It's Christmas Eve, with these songs on it, plus a couple more. You can find it on my SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash Jacob Krause. It'll be free to stream and download. If you need more tunage to get you headbanging in the new year, I recently released an album of music you can find on my website, jacobkrausmusic.com, and stream or buy it there. This next song is called Sheep Dudes and Angels. It's based off the Christmas story as found in the Lolcat Bible. That's right. The internet has translated the entire Bible into LOL Cat. If you think your ears deceive you, go to lolcatbible.com. You can follow along the words under Luke chapter 2. Under the heading, Sheep Dudes and Angels. I hope you enjoy. Have a very Merry Christmas.
is a collaboration among Christmas elves who each do their part to make this podcast a gift to remember. I'm Nancy Fitzgerald, one of your co-hosts. Next time, you'll hear from Emmett Wachowski Eldred. Emmy Gehring is our producer. Jacob Krauss edited our audio and performs most of our music. Jenna Walmer is our advancement coordinator. Suzanne Lay is our executive producer. Thanks for listening, Dunker Punks. You have made this an incredible year for the podcast, and we hope to meet many of you in the new year at a conference or event. If you want to help publicize the podcast at an event you are attending, get in touch with us at dpp at arlingtoncobb.org. Many thanks to the Arlington Church of the Brethren for their sponsorship. You can also find us at any social media site at Dunker Punks Pod. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Yeah.